Hi there, and welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. In this podcast, we share all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. I am Sato Mäkinen, the founder of the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, and I will be your host in diving into these topics. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you won't miss the coming episodes. Alright everyone and welcome to another episode of the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast. In today's episode I will be talking with Lena Hellman and Frida Jansson, the founders of the award-nominated Swedish natural hair care brand Herb Herb Sweden. In the episode Frida and Lena will share the behind-the-scenes stories of creating a natural hair care brand as well as their best tips for healthy and beautiful hair. We will also dive deep into a discussion about the revolution that is happening in the traditionally very toxic hair care industry. And I gotta say, it's quite an interesting discussion. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Nordic Natural Beauty Podcast, Lena and Frida. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So amazing to have you both here. Perhaps we could start from your stories. So if you would like to share a little bit about yourself to the listeners, What's your background and why did you found Herb of Sweden? Yeah, uh, my name is Lena and I'm the mother. <laughs> um, I've been working as a hairdresser for 47 years. And over 20 years I've been just uh, working with herbs. So I miss uh, good hair products. And then, then Frida started up in the company for about 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I started working as a hairdresser with my mom then, and we started to experiment with different ingredients and different herbs and oils that we wanted to uh, work with good products together. And it started just like a hobby. We were just having fun mixing with kitchen stuff and yeah, just seeing what we could do. I was uh, tired of being a hairdresser and I wanted to do something else. And we decided to uh, do this brand instead yeah. with uh, products to help other hairdressers to find ecological and natural products that they can work with in, in their salon. And also all the ingredients have been so different because 20 years ago it was not so many different kinds of uh, ecological and natural ingredients in the, this area of hair, hair products. But now it's really get a lot. So we have also find us a very good chemist who we're working together with. And we have our ideas about hair and I know what I want it to do to the hair. So that's why. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's actually very interesting. I mean, hair care industry in general is known to be quite toxic. And the ingredients are really strong, especially when you color your hair and everything. Did you work with the traditional ingredients earlier or traditional products before? Did you have allergies or anything like this that I've heard many people had? Yeah, I've been working 27 years uh, as an ordinary hairdresser and I didn't get any allergy, but I have very difficult to get children. And that's also very common as hairdressers. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. never heard about this, but kind of could make sense as well. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I don't know the English word for it, but you get this problem over the eyes. Um, yeah. It's like, um, it's like oh. inflammation in the breathing area, in the nose and the head. 
Yeah, that's also very common, and and I had problem to that too. But in the main, it was that I think the hair gets so bad, we get more products, and the hair just get worse. And I really want to have my customer have the nice hair. That's the best hair I, they can have. That's my mission. Yeah, I remember always going. I mean, this is a long time ago that I went. Let's say to a traditional hairdresser you get maybe shiny hair for a day when they make it really nice but then you could see that it actually just affects more of the hair than all the product and ingredients yeah yeah and then you just need more products to make it look nice again so it's like uh, contraproductive they just want you to buy more products to get a nice hair but it's not your original hair that is good treated and make it good in the original hair it's just a, a plastic thing around the hair that makes it look nice yeah. and it's actually destroying it underneath it makes it drier and uh, not as moist as it should be so you wanted to break this cycle so to say with the products yeah, yeah. exactly for me i never worked with the chemical hair products i started with ecological but I was uh, going into the school for like a couple of months just to uh, take the test so I could say that I was a real hairdresser. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's kind of funny that you have to go to do something else just to say that that you're a hairdresser. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I needed to do the colors uh, also. And uh, it was really strong smell and really chemical. And after the classes, everyone had a headache. Every student had headaches and they were like uh, cold symptoms. And uh, nobody talks about it. They're just like, oh, we're feeling bad. But they were never having the self-worth to say that this is not okay. <laughs> so many people work with these products for so many years. It's no really brand that you can work with who have everything for the hairdresser to work with. So it's not so easy in the school. They started to be interesting now when we coming with uh, this brand and uh, asking about education and, and show the, the student that you can work on another another way. Mm, that you have an alternative because obviously there are a lot of very known brands that are not natural at all. So it's lovely to see that there's finally new alternatives. Haircare especially, it's, uh, there are not so many natural brands. Mm. And we also want this brand to be feel good even if you don't color with herbs you have ordinary hair color so we know that the system we've been working out is working even to ordinary hair colors or hair care yeah hmm. yeah exactly well would you like to share a little bit about all the products that you make yeah so we have like a system of um, hair routines so we have four different hair routines and uh, in one hair routine, we have a shampoo, conditioner, a leave-in conditioner, and also a moisturizing spray. So this is supposed to use them every time you wash your hair and make this routine to your hair. So you keep it moisturized and nurtured. And we have these four different styles and the ground ingredients are a different herb and a different oil. So for different types of hair, because hairs are really different. Yeah, we have um, rose and uh, malva. Malva is like a flower. Yeah. And then we have um, the mint and coconut oil. 
and also nettle and um, castor oil. Mellow. Yeah. Mellow is mellow. <laughs> yeah. On the products, it says in Swedish, so it's a, a little bit hard for us to translate right away. <laughs> and then we have the latest mantle and um, citrus also. Yeah, they're like uh, for different hairstyles, like some of them have like thick hairs that are dry and need more moisturizing and we have those uh, who have thin hair and need more volume and, and proteins proteins to yeah. protect you can also mix in these uh, families you can have a shampoo from the mint who's very good if you have problem with your with your scalp and if you have bleach in the length of the hair you can have a ladies' mantle. So you can mix it for every hair can get their own mix. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. And you already mentioned some ingredients, some products, how they can actually be beneficial also for the user. Would you have other examples, like which ingredient could help in which kind of issue? For example, moisturizing or giving volume or calming the scalp or, or this kind of things. Yeah, like a ladies mantle is really good for volume because it has a lot of moist in it. So it creates um, like a lightness in the hair. And it's really good for the Nordic hair that the straws is really thin. It's not that the hair itself is thin, but one hair is thin and then it gets uh, compact and when you get more uh, moist in it it gets more volume and uh, creates a bigger hair <laughs> it looks like yeah and we should start up with the starter because we have one thing is very important to every customer of us it's to start up to brush the hair every every evening we have the massage brush for hair to get the blood up to the follicle this is the really the ground to the best hair you can ever have you can stop it to fall off your head and it's get really thick and um, everyone can brush their hair every evening it's it's so good for the blood coming up to the follicle and then you get the hair outside and then we're taking care of that with the products well this is a very interesting thought this brushing i mean it's not something you really really hear about what kind of science is there behind do you know or <laughs> I'm interested as well. It takes about uh, seven, eight weeks. And then the, when, what's happened if the blood is not coming up to the hair follicle? First, it's falling off and it's going to get shorter and shorter. And then it's falling asleep. So when you're starting and, and brush up the blood, it's waking up. So after about six, uh, seven, eight weeks, you can see a small hair all over your scalp. And it's the new one. It's waking up and coming back. It's so amazing. And after about eight months, you can see so big difference on the hair that you have brushed and the hair before you start brush. It's uh, yeah. strength. It's like the hair gets uh, thicker and also the ones who were sleeping are awakening. Yeah. So you get more hair just by getting the blood circulation up to the scalp. Also, like our idea of hair care is kind of minimalistic. So you don't need to use like five different products to have a good hair. Like if you brush your hair every night, you can go ahead and just use a shampoo or conditioner and you'll be totally fine. And especially if you don't color your hair. But then if you use uh, products that 
not are good for your hair, then you need to use more products. But uh, we need to also take care of the earth, the planet, that yep. we don't have uh, ingredients for so much things that we use today. So the ground is really, really good with the, with the hair brushing technique to learn the customers to take care of their scalp. And uh, if we go back to my grandma, for example, she was brushing her hair every night and all the women did. It was a really known thing back in the days. Yeah. And then they have the pig hair brushes because it's taking out the fat from, from the, scalp. the scalp out on the straw to it, you know, most right and, and get the balance. But today is not the problem. Today is the problem that you wash your hair too often and it's very dry. The scalp is very dry. And maybe you started using chemicals to your scalp when you are about 15. So you use it many, many years and that the scalp gets very, very dry and thin and very hard. Mm. So it's very like a, a garden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so beautiful, Todd. Would you have uh, advice for someone if there's still a listener that is using mainly synthetic products? Where should they start or what would be a good routine so that the transition would be as easy as possible? So I hear a lot of comments, for example, if somebody changes to natural shampoo only, then they feel like it's not enough for their hair or, or like this. Uh, from the first, I will say like find a product brand that are made to also work on colored hair or chemical hair. Because a lot of the natural hair brands today are just focusing on the hair that's already natural or already are good and then it's working, but not on the person who's going over. We have also thought a lot about that in our brand because we had a lot of customers that were going through that phase. But I also think that the hair brushing is a really good start. Everyone. And also the, the leave-in conditioner that we call Goyce is a, a really good thing to just start to get the nutrients that your hair needs to get a good balance in the production of uh, talc and uh, moisturizing in your own scalp. Inside the straw, you have your hair color and the hair color is the one who's moisturizing all the straw. So you get the shine and it gets uh, nice. And when you get gray, it stops working. It's just like air in, it's so dry. It's like dry skin. You have to put in uh, like a moisturizing and oil every day to the hair when it gets gray. And also when you color chemical colors, it's going and it's destroy your own hair color. So then it gets dry. It's just good for about a few weeks. Or, and that's what's happened when people try ordinary ecological hair care. It gets very dry. But I think Goyce is so good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because we don't, have, uh, we don't have products that you have a hair yes. mask. Yeah. We, don't, we don't have that. Because we're working with the, with the nature's products. So we don't want you to have it in... And then you wash it out. It's not necessary. It's better that you wash your hair and you take a little, just a little, little bit and you put it back to your hair and you get the balance. And it's also protecting from heat and sun and dry and everything. Amazing tips. I mean, 
uh, I will have a beautiful hair also after after this chat. But if we talk a little bit about hairstyling, because you have also hairstyling products, and those are obviously also traditionally known very toxic, all hairsprays and all this kind of thing. So would you like to share a little bit which products you have? And then we can also talk a little bit extra of the Nordic Natural Beauty Awards nominee, Fluffy Moulding. Yeah, we have three different hairstyling products. Or oh, four with uh, the goys. Yeah, but that's, that's <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's goys everywhere. is everywhere. It actually is a nurturing product, but it won a prize for the best styling product. So yeah. that's why it's... <laughs> okay, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. But the original styling is uh, Fluffy, that is like a dry wax. And then also a dry, have, like a dry shampoo too. Yeah, dry shampoo, dry wax. Mm-hmm. And then we have the fluffy molding that we can talk more about later. And then we have um, salt uh, spray. I think also that when we use uh, styling products, we need to think outside the box, not like the original styling products, like hairspray, for example. We don't have hairspray, but we can use uh, fluffy as a hairspray. But we have it in the hair before we do the do-up or before we do the hairstyling to get the structure in the hair before. And that's not the normal way of doing it, but it works. It's just thinking outside mm. the box. When I do up uh, setups for hair, you know, for weddings and stuff like that, I, I use fluffy because I can have it inside the hair and in the, into the scalp. So it's really, I get the stabilize from the bottom. That's so good. It's much better than spray that you have everywhere and in your lungs. <laughs> and then when they're starting dancing and get warm and everything is sinking down because you don't have it inside. So I, I think this is so much better. That's also a good point that the hairspray you inhale as well while you're, while you're applying it. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's not so good things in there, can you say? <laughs> I don't know, but we have also it Elixir hair oil. Yeah. With alger, with uh, alger, yeah, <laughs> yeah, seaweed, yeah, yeah. Well, really building up the hair, and also you can use it inside. Like now, when you put on the the heat, it gets very, very, very dry inside, and you can take the goise and you put one drop of the elixir into it, and you get more of everything you, if you need that. Yeah. It's more um, like uh, taking care of your hair than yeah. styling. <laughs> <laughs> but shining could be styling too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's so funny. I mean, obviously, amazing tips and everything. Since you obviously, you have a long history in the haircare industry and in Sweden, but also in general. How do you see the industry in general going to towards more natural and perhaps also the beauty industry, but since you're working more in the hair care side, how do you see it's changing? Uh, I just been to Paris two weeks ago because I'm in, uh, it's an organization about hairdresser from all the world. And I see some, um, you know, some jingles and they talk a lot about their bottles and uh, the natures. And so they, they talk and I think they tried to put out some uh, natural colors a few years ago, but it's not working, you know. It's two different kinds of hair care. So you have to have two different kinds of hairdresser. If you want to do the natural way like we are, it's natural all over from the hair color to the brush. It's uh, natural. And the hair, for me, the hair is too natural. 
but if you work with the chemicals industry like ordinary hair, hair color like that they have to have the things they put on to have it to shine and to have it to look good yeah or otherwise it gets really expensive and a lot of products to use yeah so it's it's it's, a, it's also a choice that the customers do like do they want to go natural or do you, do they want to stay in the the original hair products that they use because you can mix for a while just to go over but in the long run you need to choose the side <laughs> because it's too different to take care of your hair in the both ways like it, yeah. it's really different it's a lot of um, thoughts about ecological hairdressers and like ecological hair care that it doesn't work and it uh, just makes it drier and or they just uh, stop washing their hair and they don't take care of the hair and it's like a stigma that uh, is uh, still big and also the the smells like oh it doesn't smell so much and like the hairdressers want it to smell much and and stuff like that so uh, it's so different I, I remember the first time I, I opened my box with the herb color for hair and I thought Oh, how could I stand with this smell, you know? And today, like 24 years later, I think that when I feel someone who's just coloring the hair with ordinary hair color, I think it smells so, like, really, really bad. So you get used. If you never, ever feel the, the smell from um, essential. essential oil, uh, I think the, the young people who's coming here, I have a lot of schools coming here and I talk to, and they think it smells funny, you know, hmm, like strange. <laughs> and it could be orange or uh, vanilla and they think it's strange because they don't use to it. That's terrible. <laughs> Which kind of essential oils do you use? Um, is there a specific reason? It's a lot of <laughs> essential oils, but... For example, like the mint is uh, really nice for the scalp. It's a little like cold and fresh and you feel really clean afterwards. And yeah. Yeah, we, le we learn every man to, they want to wash their hair every day. So they are like burning the scalp. So I learned them to, to wash every day with the, with the rinse, yeah. with the conditioner. Yeah. And then they feel so much better and they are clean. <laughs> Where can people find um, bio products? Uh, we have a website that is uh, herbhubsweden.com and uh, there you can buy the products. It's written in Swedish, but you can still buy the products outside of Sweden. But they're shipped and produced in Sweden. Yeah, we, d we just realized that two days ago. We didn't know that we are allowed to sell outside Sweden. <laughs> it's so, so much uh, laws that we have to follow. Yeah. Yeah. So the brush we're selling to everyone who wants to learn the customer about brush hair brushing and massage brushing, and then we have the the products who's for uh, hairdressers uh, because we think it's we need to learn everyone about it's so much education we had to do about mm -hmm. it, and then we have the herb color who's coming up in a few months. Uh, I open my salon doors. I have a salon here in, in Stockholm. And I open the doors and you can come as a hairdresser like a guest. And you work for two days a month for a year. 
and learn about everything about change and work like being a herb hairdresser yeah plant-based hairdresser it's not costing anything it's free because the customer who comes to the hairdresser pay me the customer in the salon pays for the hairdresser's education and they love it so it's Mm -hmm. beautiful (laughs) yeah and where can people learn more about your brand and follow your journey i know in instagram and social media yeah we have uh, instagram uh, facebook and tiktok but the main uh, social media that we use the most are instagram so there you can find everything yeah yeah and also we have a lot of texts on the website if you want to go there and and read about the uh, hairbrushing technique and also videos uh, how you do it and how and why you should brush Uh, and also a lot of information about the product yeah Um, we're starting up to to make it in english yeah Yeah. but you can also always uh, translate the website from your browser exactly nowadays it's quite easy just to click or use google translator or or whatever else i use it a lot for different kinds of websites myself so yeah thought that we don't talk about molding fluffy so i just tell you about it it um i take this goys this leaving product we mix it with the fluffy who's the dry wax so it's really um styling products who's making and taking care of the hair but still you have a very good strange in it. And congratulations, obviously, once again for for being nominated with it as well. Thank Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thank you for having us on this podcast. Yeah, uh, We have a lot of things to talk about, so sometimes it gets a little bit messy because it's so much. (laughs) So much information to put in a short amount of time, I I know it. Yeah, (laughs) we really love hair. (laughs) <laughs> well you need to come as a guest again and we'll talk about another topic then even deeper so absolutely we do <laughs> i wish you all the best of luck for the awards okay okay thank you thank you for listening to this episode of the nordic natural beauty podcast make sure you have subscribed or you follow the podcast so you won't miss the coming episodes if you know someone that would love to know more about the subjects that we're discussing in this podcast please share this episode We will keep sharing all things Nordic and natural, such as Nordic skincare tips, insights into the natural beauty industry, and unheard behind-the-scenes stories. You can follow the Nordic Natural Beauty Journey also on our Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Pinterest pages, simply at Nordic Natural Beauty Awards, and on Twitter at NNB Awards. Until next week, bye-bye!